Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode 10 of the Simply Walton Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, or TV shows, we've got the show for you. And this week, our show is actually about the first major Marvel property since we started the show, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, uh, yeah. Last week, we said that we were going to do like a long episode to cover both Moon Knight and Doctor Strange, but because my lazy ass did not want to edit a long episode <laughs> in one go, we're going to post like a separate mini episode later this week, maybe. 10.5? Uh, just going to be our Moon Knight discussion. What'd you say? I said 10.5? Oh, yeah, episode ten and a half. Yeah, I would say probably, like, what, Friday or Saturday, maybe look for that to be posted. And yeah. it'll probably be a little bit unedited, so you might expect more ums and hums and Chris speaking like, like William Shatner acts. <laughs> Just a little little insight. Chris isn't always as snappy as he sounds. A lot of times he talks like, <laughs> some thing on the plane. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you'll be like forming your thought as you speak. So you'll be like, and I guess I really liked the thing where they did. Um, and then I'm like, all right, well, let me cut all those blank, that dead air out. He's and put so the then Jeopardy it comes music out. in the background. <laughs> yeah. And so then it just turns into, I think I really liked when, you know, and I'm like, yeah, there we mm. go. There, that sounds yeah, better. Saved it. saved it. That's it right there. But no, all of that to say, yeah, I, I don't plan on doing a major edit on the Moon Knight discussion, so it'll probably be a little bit rougher, but we'll have it out. It's going to be raw. It's going to be raw and uncut. <laughs> um, before we get into the Multiverse of Madness, we do have to talk about... Just like just, me. Oh, raw and uncut. <laughs> Ew. 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 <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, before... Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> we almost got this thing off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we jump into Multiverse of Madness, we do have to talk about an array of small gaming stories to breeze through. And by an array, I mean two. Guardians of the Galaxy finished filming. We've got a oh, new set photo from Thor Love and Thunder, as well as a little interview with Taika Waititi, uh, the director. And Ahsoka has started production. Oh, fuck. Speaking of, we got a new trailer for Kenobi that dropped on May 4th. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we and did. Then, and then, you know, while we're on trailers, just in front of uh, Doctor Strange, we got to see the teaser trailer for Avatar The Way of Water. Oh, which was hot, hot, hot. <laughs> uh, so if you're ready, we'll just jump into it. Yeah, dude, let's... Oh, I'm already in it. Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm just going to start right off the bat with some good good for you. Mm. So, the day before developers, right? <laughs> 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 have announced have announced that it is switching over to the Unreal Engine 5, which they had said that uh, they had this to say about that whole transition. They said that uh, the transition to a more advanced and adapted open worlds engine will make the gameplay of the day before even more fantastic for our uh, player base. And the game is currently the most wishlisted game on Steam. And mm -hmm. uh, what what's that release date? It is the 21st of June, if I'm correct. Yeah, my God, you've got it locked away like you're just you're a lockbox. However, yeah, you're what? incorrect because it's been delayed until March 1st of 2023 due to the what? engine switch. This is horse shit. Yeah, no, like next year, like basically no. like almost a whole year. No. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I'm really surprised that this wasn't on your radar. No, I just uh, damn. I was, I was gonna get, I was gonna get that for like an early birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come oh, on, man. Oh, man. Well, no, you're not. So way to ruin my day. Yeah. Well, but I do have a little up for you, and this is a legitimate up. N Night Games, uh, who are the developers behind uh, the Forest. Mm-hmm. They announced that the Sons of the Forest Steam page is officially live, and it's able to be wishlisted, uh, with pre-orders expected to go live uh, towards the end of the summer. And they're not backing down from their uh, their their new release date, because originally it was set to come out in March. Uh, or sorry, this month, but back in March, they were like, yeah, we just don't think it's where we want it to be, and we don't want to rush it and get stuck in the early release uh, schedule like they did with The Forest, where it was in early access for quite a while. Uh, and so they pushed it back until October of 2022, and they seem pretty confident in keeping that schedule, which is why they went ahead and posted the page live on Steam. Which, uh, yeah, if it's stuff like that, like, it does suck, but I am okay with it, because I'm glad that they're, you know, taking the moment. I feel like we talked about this. Taking the moment yeah. to be like, it's not ready. Right. And, you know, we both really enjoyed The Forest. Yeah, very much. And the Sons of the Forest, from the little bit that we've seen and heard about, uh, it Looks seems like they're really getting... Good. Yeah, it looks like they're being pretty ambitious as far as like how construction's going to go and some of the gameplay mechanics and things like that. And looks just the hot. environment and the graphics, it looks really solid. The um, snow. So yeah, so I think the, you know, the more time they spend on it, obviously the better if it's going to be kind of a, an ambitious game, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So James Gunn, as well as several of the cast and crew members, took to social media this week just to commemorate the wrapping of filming on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um... And they all made it sound like this might be the last Guardians project, at least for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah. Where a lot of them were like saying goodbye to characters and things like that, or the the, the property itself. But the project isn't done. It's not like a wrap on production. It's just on filming. It's supposed to go through the whole editing process and the post-production, all that, before it gets mm-hmm. released on May 5th of next year. What if they all die? <laughs> right. Like, that's just how it ends. Yeah, like he doesn't get Gamora back or nothing. They're nope. just, they're all done. That well, you know, good. what are you going to do? Them's the breaks, you know? Yep. Say lovey. So, while we're on Marvel, we got a new look at Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth as their, like, respective Thors. And, you know, obviously this is, like I teased you last week, this is not a, a visual medium, so we're not going to get too hung up on the picture, but have you seen it? Yeah, hey, I have. Like, I really enjoy the new costume on Thor with, like, the blue and gold in it. Oh, yeah. I, it looks solid. And Natalie Portman, still, like we said a couple weeks ago, she is jacked. Like, that lady is swole. Yeah, she's yolked. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa. More like Natalie Swolman, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she's, been, she's been getting gains. Uh, but yeah. it, was, it was an Empire Magazine exclusive, uh, those photos were. And so with it, there was an interview with Taika Waititi. And he said, uh, <laughs> he said, you don't want Natalie coming back and playing that same character who's walking around with science equipment, you know? While Thor's flying around, she's left on Earth tapping her foot going, when's he going to be back? That's boring, and you want her to be a part of the adventure. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that was one of her complaints. Why she didn't want to be in more of the MCU was because her character did kind of get designated as just the hurry up and wait on my man, right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, now we've got this. And he did go on to say that she's going to get to show off some of her comedic chops, where he said that Natalie's really funny in real life. She's kind of mm-hmm. goofy, and she's got a lot of great sense of humor. And I don't think that was exploited at all in, enough in the first films. No. Nope. Um, and, and knowing Taika Waititi, I mean, he is a comedic director. I think Thor Ragnarok had a pretty heavy 
comedic tone to it. it. It was really good too. Yeah, exactly. It managed to be both. Are you yawning in the podcast again? Dude, I don't I don't know what it is. It's just I get I get in here, I get comfortable, I have the candle lit, you know, AC's <laughs> yeah, blowing right. on my back, I got my LED turned <laughs> to a light blue, I'm leaning back in my chair, I'm just comfy, man. We're doing You've this. got you've got my warm honey voice just slapping at your ears. I, exactly, yes, thank you. Yeah, you got it, baby. <laughs> I could do like I could do like a late night jazz radio, you know. <laughs> hey, welcome back, all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just hanging out and relaxing. No, but uh <laughs> my favorite quote from him in this whole thing was that he said that uh talking about them being apart for so long and then getting back together, and he said that, you know, she'd She'd gone off and had her own life for eight years or whatever, and now that they're getting back together, and she's like his doppelganger, and he said that it's going to be a real mind fuck for Thor. That was his quote. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Thor's going to be like, what the fuck, you know? And so I'm excited to see that. And he he didn't talk at all about Gore the God Butcher, other than saying that he thinks that they've gotten they have the best villain that the MCU has seen so far out of Gore the oh, God Butcher. Which, on the one hand, I'm like, oh fuck, I hope so. But on the other hand. It is his movie. He might be a little biased. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I feel know. Like they Thanos, all might say that. Thanos was really good, as well as Ultron. Really good. Thanos? Development. Thanos? Thanos? Did you say Thanos? I said Thanos. Oh, word. But Thanos isn't bad. No. That was the whole, that was the name of the theory, you know? Yeah. Well, Ant-Man's Ant-Man. just squirreling up there and blowing himself big up and just pop. But no, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty jacked. That, that'll be here before we know it. What is it? It's July something, right? Right around my birthday, isn't it? I believe so. So that'll be exciting to get another one. And then I don't remember what we get this fall uh, as far as... Bofa. Marvel goes. Yeah, yeah. That's your favorite fucking joke, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I hit you real hard with it. <sighs> yeah, all the time. Uh, the, <laughs> the official Star Wars Twitter posted a photo of a set chair to announce the start of filming on the Ahsoka series for Disney+. Plus. Like, yes. there's no release date, no details or anything. They just took a picture of the back of the chair that says Ahsoka with, like, the official title. And that was that was that, and they said it started That's production. Fine with me. That's yeah, fine with and I'm me. like, all right, cool. And I'm really hoping that we'll see like some live action overlap from some of the characters from like Rebels and Clone Wars. Yeah, and Clone Wars, where we might see. Yeah, because I think we would it would be nice to get some flashbacks to the Clone Wars. Hopefully, we get some of that in Kenobi as well, right? Where we get to see a little bit yeah. of flashback to live action I, Clone Wars. I really want to see a lot more of Plo uh, Koon. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of my favorite Jedi. He's fucking dope. Super wise. Like, he's very strategic. Right. Yeah, I mean, he he's dead, right? Yeah, he died in... Uh, yeah, he died straight up during, during, during the massacre, yeah. So, yeah. you won't see a whole lot of him, but, you know, maybe get some flashback to him. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm wanting, is some flashback. Or they bring him back from the dead. Yes. Just just zombie bloking. He's like... <laughs> Well, I showed you that video I saw, like, maybe, like, a month or yeah. two ago. Yeah, we talked it about like, it on the podcast. Yeah. Dude, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It's because yeah. we're just... It was, it was good, too. Like, yeah, that zombie... Yeah, the idea of just a zombie outbreak on a Star Destroyer. Yeah, that was dope as hell. And while we're on Star Wars, uh, you know, we got to talk about it. We tweeted about it. We fucking Instagram storied it, whatever. Facebooked it. The, the whole, whole nine deal. yards. All of them. The whole hog. <laughs> The whole hog, the big three. <laughs> Speaking of the whole hog, now, <laughs> no, the the new trailer for Kenobi dropped on May the fourth. Yeah, which was hot, hot, hot. Yeah, hot. it had me feeling hot, hot, hot. We saw quite a bit more of the Inquisitors. 
Yeah. We got yep. to see, yep. including that underwater prison from Fallen Order. Yes. So that excites me that, you know, we're kind of really rubbing elbows. You figure we got a BD unit during uh, Book of Boba Fett. And now we're like straight out. I don't know, but Ewan McGregor was giving, Ewan, 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 whatever you want to call him. He was giving like an interview. Uh, I don't, I didn't mark down what publication he was talking with, but he was commending Deborah Chow, who's the showrunner on her like faithfulness to other properties or, you know, other types of properties. So like video games and comics and things like that. And like he, he talked heavily about her getting hung up on making sure that if it's something is true in a video game, it also has to be true here if they're meant to be in the same universe. Correct. So the fact that he and her must have had conversations about that or that he knows that and is well aware of that makes me feel like maybe Fallen Order is going to come up in some fashion. Which would be so cool. Yeah. Because like, the like we talked in the about, game, the, the guy who plays, plays Cal. Cal- yeah, looks just like him. Like they were yeah, because they, they used his yeah they used his mocap and his likeness. Yeah. Which I like. We, I, I admire that. I know. I'm, dude. I'm excited for. I think Star Wars is at its best right now as TV. Yes. We're not getting like Book of Boba Fett was kind of mid, right? Yeah. But all in all, we're getting good stuff. Yeah, and like I I'm agree. really excited for more of the Mandalorian. Uh, Nobody, I don't know. I don't think nothing for me. I don't think anything can top the Christmas special. Shut the fuck up. That was gas. You've never even seen the Christmas special. No, I haven't. But I know his dog shit. <laughs> no, but you can imagine what it would be like. If me and her got it on. It on. Is everyone uh, sitting? Good, great, grand. <laughs> no, you're laying on the bus. He's just red in the face. No, so <laughs> we that did sort of get a little on. is one hot piece of ace. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did sort of get a peek at Vader, uh, like just barely. They were just showing oh, like yeah. pieces of his suit coming on, and then yeah, they hit yeah. us with just that, you know. <sighs> and I was like, oh, uh-huh. sensitive. Yeah, like I was, uh, yeah, please. I was laying in bed, just oh man, I was. <laughs> what you? What you say? I was laying in a puddle of Elmer's glue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just oh no, oh, uh, and shit. but no, honestly, I think Star Wars is is at its best right now as TV. I don't think they need to worry about making movies. They could build a like you know if if Disney truly wanted to go, let's do the MCU, but Star Wars, which I don't necessarily know is the business strategy, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. it's a whole different beast. But if they were going to try and do that. Having TV shows that have characters that may pop in and out of each other is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Where, you know, I, yeah, I really enjoy The Mandalorian. And <laughs> luckily for me, three of the seven or however many episodes of Book of Boba Fett were The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. But obviously that's not good for Boba because, like, you know, half of his show wasn't even about him. Right. But you still get the opportunity to, to, to see those characters. And maybe they can give him more down the line to do and just give it an honest shake but like with ahsoka maybe we'll get to see um uh oh my god i just completely lost his name admiral thrawn yes yeah we knew Uh, yeah because she because she name drops him in the mandalorian season two you know that she's looking for him and so it's like i wonder if that's what the crux of her series will be is that she's pursuing grand admiral thrawn um that'd be pretty dope like because we've only seen him in animation and it's kind of odd to me to think like, you know, okay, so it was this novel series in like the 90s, I think. And then it got turned into another series of novels that are like official canon, where Disney was like, 
And uh, they got the the author of the original trilogy to come in and rewrite them for like to fit Disney's canon. Okay. And then he was in Rebels, and now we're gonna see him potentially in live action. Yeah. Uh, I just think it is a it is a big wet dream for like, um, you know, hardcore Star Wars fans who like you know I cannot think of his name. I just completely lost it. The gentleman that is leading Star Wars television right now. Pedro Pascal. On, no, 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 not the actor, the creators. Uh, he he worked on Clone Wars and The Mandalorian. Oh, and fucking... um, uh, Bofa. <sighs> Dude, like, you're Bofa gonna make nuts. me lose my cool. <laughs> I'm about to make lose it. I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah. I just fucking hang up. <laughs> you know what, fuck this. Like, whatever. Fuck this shit, I'm out of here. No, Jimmy, pull that up, huh? Yeah, no, I'm on it, baby. Clone Wars creator, let's see here. Come on, you got it. Google's really having to think on it. No, you're, you're George s- Lucas, get this shit out of here. Dave Filoni, I knew that shit like the back of my hand. I, I, that's literally what I just said. <laughs> Didn't even have to look it up. <laughs> oh, my computer's trying to do a fucking virus scan. Get that shit out of here, what are you doing? Get out of here. Get out of here, kick rocks! So, <laughs> come on, what am I looking at? Get that away from me. <laughs> Open <laughs> your eyes! <laughs> I love that meme right now. I do too. But no, Dave Filoni is someone who just fucking loves Star Wars. And like, just wholeheartedly, he's, he's a Star Wars fan first, who now is, has pretty heavy creative control over what Star Wars is. And it seems to be going well. But I think, you know, between him and Jon Favreau, they're going to do something good with it. And they're going to kind of get the, the brand back on track, you know, because the sequel trilogy kind of was a misstep, I think, yeah. as far as, like, really kind of making the, the Star Wars taste bad in your mouth, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and and now you've got something like The Mandalorian and hopefully Ahsoka to be like, oh, you know what? And Kenobi. And you're like, you know mm-hmm. what? Star Wars, actually, I'm down. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind the sequels mm-hmm. if i'm just trying to like watch something that has like star wars in it right yeah get like if that makes a, sense a star wars vibe right yeah. yeah but yeah i'm not watching them i'm not watching them like how i watch you know empire strikes back yeah dude oh fuck yeah, i burned up the v the vhs of that shit at my house oh yeah as a fucking preschooler and i used to do like afternoon kindergarten so i had the morning mm-hmm. to myself with my dad yeah and mm-hmm. i just sit in the fucking kitchen and put the Empire Strikes Back in, and just <sighs> just watch that shit like a little fucking creep. Yeah, <laughs> I was way too into Luke getting his fucking hand chopped off. I was like, whoa, you know, like this is cinema right now. Like, I, w- <laughs> I was really big into the um, when he got Slave attacked Leia. by the no, <laughs> no. Um, when he got attacked by the, uh, the Yeti. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know why, but that one just that sleeping was in the tauntaun. I was like, oh, yeah. shit, that's survival. Hey, 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 hey. Do you know what the temperature is inside of a tauntaun? Um, uh, 69. Lukewarm. Thank you so much for listening to the Simply One <laughs> podcast. This will be my last episode. As no, hold on, before you leave, before you leave, before you leave, why don't you tell us about, uh, Avatar The Way of the Water trailer? Oh, my God. Oh my god. Tell us what you saw. Tell us how it made you feel since you are a little too jacked about Avatar right now. Yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot of words, which was fine because I don't think it necessarily needed any. Yeah. It did need more oh. shit blown up. No. Yeah. 
But um no yeah you see obviously everyone running um and that <laughs> obviously. looks like yeah, obviously everyone's well you know running on the trees riding those right, uh, yeah. those alien the basically like their uh their planes what is it the I can't remember the word from uh yeah I don't know. But, you, the, like the fucking the helicopter things? No, no, no. Or the birds. The birds. Yeah, all right. There you go. Riding the birds. Like, kind of like pterodactyls. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, pterodactyl. Yeah, it was right on the tip of your tongue. But it, it was. Um, <laughs> it looked like, you know, they, you know, obviously the tree got cut down in the last one. Spoiler alert. Yeah, for a movie from 2009 that is right. the highest grossing film of all time. But it looks like in this one they're kind of camped up on a beach and then a lot of it's underwater. Yeah. Hence the name. Very, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm very excited to see everything there, and I'm, I'm just hoping it's a really vibrant and pretty movie, but I have no doubts on that. Like, from a visual standpoint, I mean, it was it was very good, right? But I wasn't mm. like, holy fuck! You know what I mean? It didn't blow my mind. Okay. I, I wasn't sitting there like, I can't believe that shit's happening in front of my eye. It wasn't like fucking movie magic, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, was it the first, the first thing they showed in a theater was like, the video of the train coming towards the camera and everybody freaked out thinking the train was going to come through the screen at him. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like, wow, wow, there's blue people. I was just like, all right, yeah, it looks like av- more Avatar, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that, to me, I didn't think there was a 10-year jump that made me go, holy fuck, this is what we've been waiting 10 years for. Mm. Yeah. But also, I'm biased because I wasn't an Avatar stan. You know what I mean? I loved it. Like... I loved it so much. Yeah. Like, I just I mean, remember the first time I saw it, like, I was just a little kid, like, you know? Just blue people. Yeah, and I was like, dude, this is... What is this? Maybe there's something there. I was 13 and you were 9. You know what I mean? So maybe there's something there that... 9-year-old you was a little bit more... You know, you were less jaded, less cynical. The world hadn't beat you down. <laughs> Whoa. Easy. Easy. <laughs> I was 13. I was paying taxes. <laughs> I'd already been evicted once. You know? <laughs> you got two felons on you? Yeah, I had a, I had a felony. I no longer had the right to vote, and I hadn't even voted once. At Damn, thirteen, I lost. Not being able to vote. Just never. I just never voted. You know, <laughs> I got in bad, and you know, I had a couple of manslaughter charges. Jesus, I like the idea of me just being thirteen with a teardrop tattoo and like nine o'clock <laughs> shadow. <laughs> <laughs> just watching Avatar with my cousin. You're, like, you're, you're just wearing a wife beater, picking at your grill. <laughs> I'm grizzled. I've got a, I've got a fucking a, uh, a put out cigarette stuck behind my ear, <laughs> so that when I leave the theater, I can relight it and finish what I was smoking. Oh, maybe that's why I didn't like it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Could play a role. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's <Jesus> so. <laughs> before when we were sitting in the theater getting ready to watch Doctor Strange, uh, a nice young lady sat down next to me. <laughs> I don't know if she was nice. She could have been mean. We didn't speak. But she seemed nice enough. And she starts pulling snacks and drinks out of her, her purse, which I'm all for, because fuck the patriarchy, you know? Like, I'm not going to pay $54 for a couple of hot dogs and a bag of candy. Yep. Yep. But And so, you know, more power to her, right? So she's taking all that out, and she takes out a can of, I think, <laughs> wine, and sets it in her, her little cup holder. And I looked at you, and I was like, how do you think she'd react if I just reached over and took that? You know, just joking or whatever. And we're like, ha, ha, ha. Well, this poor girl waited until, like, the worst time. Like, the Marvel fanfare is, like, you know, just blaring. And as soon as it cuts, right before the movie, like, actually gets going, you just hear, and it's just so loud. And she's looking around and is like, oh, 
And yeah, I just looked over like, at her. It was I so over at her and I, I just smiled real big and I gave her a thumbs up, like, yeah, you're good, baby. Like no one knew. Like <laughs> and she just got new. Yeah, you're so you're so good. Like But honestly, I think that's how she interpreted it. I was giving her a thumbs up, like, yeah, no, I'm I'm totally here for it. Like, I support you. Mm-hmm. But I just I thought that was kind of I got a good giggle out of her just looking right at me like, oh, no, did you hear that? And he just giving her a thumbs up like you're good. You're so good. You're good. You're, <laughs> you're solid. Right don't even don't even fret. Like, I'm still <laughs> going to watch the movie. We're just drinking a can of wine. Yeah. But that whole expression of a can of wine really doesn't sell it to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the only thing worse than boxed wine, I think, might be canned wine. And hey, do what you got to do, you know? Shift on but, judge. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about it if you are. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, first, I want to I want to say that you saw it. Did you see it opening night? Yeah, I saw it Thursday night. Yeah, I did not because I had to yeah. work. Um, like a fucking gun. I know. I bought the tickets six weeks in advance, people. <sighs> I, I just can't get man. You didn't even try. You forgot. Don't lie to no, me. I, I did. I did. Um, yeah. I guess one of us takes this whole podcast seriously. And the other oh, one's you. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. I don't like no, that. No we'll, no, we'll be all right. No, we'll be all right. No, but... So I saw it Thursday. Yeah, and I, I didn't get the opportunity to. So from Thursday, literally until Sunday, I just did not go on social media. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty proud of that, because like, I didn't... Because I was really worried about spoilers, but I didn't even like notice it. I was like, oh, I just can't get on social media. And I was really nervous, because I was like, man, like you know, social media is very addictive. Addictive. Yeah. But, I mean, I had no problem with it, which was pretty cool. And I don't know. I yeah, just which is... It's a good thing you stayed off, because, like... Yeah, th- I mean, the second I got, I got on, like, there were so many fucking spoilers. I was like, holy shit. Holy fuck nuts. Like, yeah, it's intense. So, yeah. I'll just start off like I like I normally do when we talk about a movie. The performance, as far as, like, box office performance. Uh, it's opening weekend box office is looking at domestic gross of, or sorry, a domestic total right now of $187 million, which is uh, nothing to scoff at, right? For a worldwide of $411 million. And let me see what that budget was here. I forgot to look it up here. Let's see. I'm interested. Because it was a pretty visual heavy. Yeah, okay. Right. So that's about right. That's about what I would expect from one of these. $200 million. Mm-hmm. So you figure... I always say double it for uh, for marketing. So if it's a four hundred million dollar movie, it's already made that back. Yeah, it's literally been out for not even a week, which is good. Yeah, it's been out for th- like basically the better part of three to four days uh, yeah. at time of recording. So yeah, they'll they'll be fine. I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Marvel, I think you know, MCU fatigue is not set in yet. Here's how much do you think uh, Benedict Cumberbatch made from that movie? Let's see. Let's see if it's in here. Let's just type it in here. How much did Benny Cumberbatch? How much make for Doctor Strange 2? Let's see. How much? Show me. I want to know. Show me the money. Show me the money. Uh, yeah. They don't have a number yet, which makes sense because it's probably based off of like profits of the film, mm-hmm. right? And since it's not done yet. Uh- I was just going to say, I'm curious how it feels to become a sellout. Right. Well, hopefully, hopefully we do this long enough that we know. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know? No, I do not want to become a <laughs> just, sellout. That's, that's my end goal, really. Like, that's the end game here. Get this big enough that I can sell it and then retire. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that happening, I got to tell you. No. Uh-uh. You know how many <laughs> times I get asked by, like, 
some of my friends, they're like, can I be a special guest? Yeah, and you know what I say to them? Is your name Chris or Colin? Because those are the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't your podcast, baby. Make your own. Don't ride our curtails. You go do your own. <laughs> I want to take... What is it from Herb Welsh? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, he has so many. But Herbie Welsh, where he's like, I don't take... I don't take, I don't take uh, orders from a can of hairspray. From a can of hairspray. <laughs> he tells them, suck eggs. Herb Welsh, you suck. Thank you. Thank you. But now we got off on a way big tangent there. I apologize. Yeah, we did. We did. From a critical reception standpoint, it's honestly been a little bit divisive, which I could see. So IMDb has it at a seven and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes has a seventy-five percent critic score and an eighty-seven percent audience score. And mm-hmm. then Metacritic has it at a six point one, which they listed as mixed to good reviews. So okay, that seems to be the general consensus is that it's it's not a Morbius, but it's not an Endgame. Right. All right. For me, I would think that like the seven and a half is probably fair. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I talked to you about it. I said, like, you know, if I was going to give it a, a ranking within the MCU, I might say it's like the top of the middle or the bottom of the top for me. Sure. But uh, before we get into all the people and all, all that, we got the cast and crew. Sam Raimi directed it. Uh, he took over for, um, uh-huh. Dude, I've got, mm-hmm. I've got to start taking vitamin E or something. My brain's dying. I need to Whoa. drink some fucking green tea or something. Is this how Alzheimer's starts at 25? Like, I just, I can't think of people's names. Dr. I can't Sh- either, but that's really, <laughs> I don't know. I just have bad memory. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Scott Derrickson. I knew that shit like the back of my hand. I didn't have to look that's, it up. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what, what I said. I was thinking. No, Scott Derrickson directed the first one and he was going to direct this one. And then he left citing creative differences, which made me a little bit nervous because he had been open about wanting to really dive into his horror uh, abilities because he's known for horror films. He did the Sinister movies. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, you know, let's see yeah. it. And then the fact that he got, you know, they separated over creative differences made me go, well, maybe Marvel didn't want to do like they said. You know what I mean? Right. But then they but then they replaced him with Sam Raimi, who's known for his horror movies. So I was like, all right, well, maybe they still mean it, you know. Which I could definitely notice the difference in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, you could feel Sam Raimi's fingers all over this thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. Never mind. Michael Waldron was the writer. Benedict Cumberbatch here is Doctor Strange, obviously. Elizabeth Olsen reprises her role as Wanda Maximoff. And we get um, Sochil Gomez as America Chavez, who's also, yes. uh, she's a pretty up-and-coming actress. I was looking at her IMDb, and she's got, like, the Babysitter's Club from Netflix was, like, her major role, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Benedict Wong reprises his role as Wong, who's yes. currently the Sorcerer Supreme in the MCU. Yes, which due, I'm... Due to I'm Strange's gonna... absence. I do like how there's still that rival between them. Yeah, but, like, a playful rivalry. Right, yeah. <laughs> Strange isn't, like, planning his comeback in the, in the shadows, no, you know? No, 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 He's not like, yes, enjoy it while it lasts, you know? <laughs> no, but I definitely feel as if both Wong and Doctor Strange are like, we know that I'm more powerful, but yeah, you're the <laughs> but you're the Sorcerer Supreme. But also, I think there might be a bias there of like people are like, yeah, it's called a Doctor Strange movie, not a Wong movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, story synopsis, you got it for me? Uh, let me see here. Let me go. <laughs> Shit, you caught me lacking. <laughs> you caught yeah. me lacking. I was leaned back in my chair, and then you like synopsis, <laughs> and I was like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you typing. Dr. Stephen Strange casts no, a no, 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 no. I just thought you were ready. 
you know. Oh, baby, I'm Mr. so. Mr. I don't take no Dr. Steven St- <laughs> Dr. Stephen Strange's life changes after a car. Wait, this is the first one. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Hold on. Good. Hold God. on. Hold on. We're getting there. Hold on. Easy does it. Easy boy. Wait, you might have to do it because this one it's giving me is super short. Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens up a portal to the multiverse. However, a threat emerges that it may be too big for him and his team to handle. Yeah. So I like I put I mean, you can't really give a synopsis for this movie. The spoilers start at about the twenty minute mark. Yeah, it's true. Honestly. Um the trailers really did a good job of deceiving. Correct. In a good way, I feel. I was glad to go into it and go, oh, really? Yeah, there was so like a lot of things that had my jaw, you know, down to my knees. Yeah. So, like, the one that I got here is pretty similar. It just says, Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself, whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. Yeah, that's better. So we'll do it like we always do. We'll talk about the plot and the chemistry like the, that the characters have in the most spoiler-free way we can. And then we'll give it a little rating, whether we were overwhelmed, simply whelmed, or underwhelmed. And then we'll get into all of them spoilers and kind of close off with our final thoughts on the whole thing. Yes. Do you want to You want to take the lead or you want me to lead it? Um, For the plot and chemistry, I mean, yeah... I- I'll start talking about it without getting too much into spoilers. And again, like there isn't, I can't get in too much without spoilers. Yeah, I mean, it's really yeah, like we're going to be super vague until we rate it because yeah, like I said, like 20 minutes in, it becomes a spoiler. Yeah. The, uh, I suppose the first thing that comes to my mind is the chemistry. Yeah. The chemistry between a lot of the characters, you know, as we talked about it with him and Wong, I love, I love their little, uh, you know, mm-hmm. friendly rival that they have. That's uh, just very nice and reassuring to see that, you know, they're still super close, even though, you know, he, uh, Doctor Strange isn't the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, and he was as well for five years. Right, right. As well as Doctor Strange has been known for, like, breaking rules. Right, yeah. And hit, Wong is just like, boy nice. sorcery. Right, yeah, and Wong just kind of pushes it under the rug. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, like I didn't ah. see nothing. Yeah, I didn't see nothing. Yeah, Could have fooled me. But, like, there's um, a part in in this movie... In the most vague way possible that I can avoid spoilers, Strange breaks some pretty major rules, and Wong is just like, is basically like Stephen Strange, you son of a bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for the plot, it, I know, you know, we both talked about it. It it was really good, but there were points in time where it just like, it felt like as in the I feel like you it, know, we're in the middle of something, and then it, yeah. There are point there are points and times where I really wanted to see something longer, and I yeah. didn't. And then there yeah. were times where you know, like I you were to saying, see less of something. Yeah, and it was like, man, this is going on for a minute. Yeah, why are we still doing this? But I'm so, not sure about all the characters we can get into that aren't spoilery. Yeah, so literally, I think the only things we can talk about are so like, I'll read what I have, and then I think we should honestly just rate it so that we can quit tap dancing. Yeah, dance around the fire. Yeah, so from a plot standpoint, it picks up pretty soon after WandaVision and No Way Home. Yeah. And this movie uh, doesn't really spend any time explaining the world to you, which I think is a good thing going forward with the MCU, because Mm -hmm. it's just getting too bloated to spend precious minutes of a movie or a show or whatever going, okay, so there was a purple guy named Thanos who came down and, you know what I mean? Right. It'd be like if you were watching a TV show and you were in season five. And they were like, okay, we have to recap 
everything that's happened because you may not have watched the rest of the show. It's like, well, then why are you starting on season five? Exactly. You know, and so we're reaching a point of, yeah, we just need to pretend or, you know, act under the pretense that whoever's watching this knows what they're watching. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's still room for like big team up movies. Like I honestly think Endgame would probably be more approachable to a newcomer than this because Endgame, you know, doesn't have you going, oh, so this is Stephen Strange and he's dealing with that or the other. It's like, okay, yep. The world ended, you know, half of everybody disappeared. Here's the people that are left. They've got some survivor's guilt. Here's how they're going to fix it. You know what I mean? And then you get to watch, you know, shit blow up and people dying and living and whatever. And then you're like, man, there was a lot of action in that or whatever. Whereas this is very much like, you know, story driven. Here's Wanda. Here's who she is. Here's, you know, she's upset, but they don't get into who she is, why she might be upset. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. America Chavez. uh, She comes to strange for help due to reasons I wrote because that's about all I can say. So in the comics, uh, this wouldn't be a spoiler because she's a character in the comics. America Chavez's ability is that she can kick or punch holes in reality and open up portals to other realities. Yes. Um, and in the comics, she is miss America. And I love how tacky it is from a comic. Like it's so comic book. Like she is, her name is America. She goes by miss America the holes that she punches in reality are star shaped. You know what I mean? Like it's, she is, you know, the star spangled man, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. Uh, And then from a chemistry standpoint, I did say that she, America Chavez is incredibly charming and she benefits from being portrayed by an actual teenager. I think because, you know, about 20 years ago, it would have been like, let's get a bunch of 30 year olds to play teenagers. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And you've got, you've got a bunch of like 28 year olds in the OC playing you know, juniors and seniors in high school. And you're like, <laughs> Why don't I look like them? You know what I mean? Right. That guy looks like he shaved this morning and he is about 200 pounds <laughs> yeah. of muscle. Yeah. He's got a five o'clock shadow for a 14 year old. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought that Elizabeth Olsen did a very good job of basically picking up where WandaVision left off from like an emotional yeah. motivation standpoint. And then, like you said, Wong and strange both play off of each other really well. And you believe that they've been doing this together for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really all I think we can talk about. Yeah. Without uh, spoiling before, anything. Before we just, yeah. We rate it and then we spoil it. And then we just, you know, wrap it up. Talk about how we thought it was overall. What do you think? You ready? Yeah. That's fine with me. Oh, are you, are you ready though? Oh, I'm so ready. Oh, I'm fucking ready. So <laughs> were you overwhelmed simply while I'm underwhelmed? Uh, with the, I was overwhelmed. Were you? I think I was. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say I'm I'm over. Well, I'll let you say yours, and then I'll say why because mine goes into spoilers. Okay, so I was uh, I'm I was very torn. I if we had a like, I, I wish we weren't so uh like non nuanced in our rating system sometimes because I think this falls between overwhelmed and simply whelmed for me. But I would lean more towards overwhelmed just because I enjoyed it. But I think yeah. I was simply whelmed because, again, spoiler reasons. Yeah. So, but ho- hopping into it, trying to stay that chronological order, because we did that last time, that went really, really yeah, well. Yeah. Seeing Strange wake up from that dream of yeah. him basically letting the girl die, or not, yeah. not saving not, her, trying to get to. No, 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 no. It wasn't even that. He straight up was going to murder her. Oh yeah, because he was going to take her power. Cause... He was going to take her powers and it was going to kill her because there is some demon chasing them through. Uh, like this very twisty Doctor Strange chaos world. Um, and, and this Doctor Strange has a ponytail with gray streaks in it and can speak Spanish. 
and he has no cloak. And yeah, they're just they're running and jumping and fighting and whatever. And they can't hold the demon back too much too much longer. It's so strong and it needs your powers, whatever. And he starts sucking her powers out of her with like hand magic, you know. And uh, she's like, "But you're killing me." And he's like, "You know." He uses the line from No Way Home that uh, your sacrifice in the grand calculus of the multiverse it, it basically means much more than you being alive, right? Right. Which is how he talks about uh, the the Spider-Man villains in No Way Home. Yeah. Is that you know if they have to die to keep things from falling into chaos? Okay. Yeah. Which I mean is an understandable you know understandable. Yeah, it's a, it's a very pragmatic thing. standpoint. Right. And that's when we find out that. Uh, dreams in this in the mcu dreams are actually windows to other universes so you're not it's not just a figment of your imagination right it's 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 something happening it's something happening to a version of you yeah which wong makes the joke that the recurring nightmare of him being naked being chased by a clown she's like somewhere out there man you know yeah yeah like looking at him all weird like the fuck yeah (laughs) there is a universe where you are naked being chased by a clown he's like oh rough you know uh, and that's that. when we see her uh, in that dream sequence. We get to see her powers where she looks like she's going to die. Right. And then she they, kicks a portal open, doesn't she? Uh, no, she doesn't kick it open. She <laughs> is all tied no, up. Yeah, she freaks out and like blows yeah. up. Yeah, she's doing the moon night like her eyes are all glazing over. And yeah. <laughs> then the fucking star just whoop, opens up behind her. And Defender Strange, who's like on his dying breath, throws some like magic ninja stars to cut the tendrils of the demon. And she goes flying into the portal, and he gets sucked in with it, yep. or with her. Uh, and that's when they show up at our our uh, universe. Well, Earth 616, which is the MCU, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and you get uh, a pretty good, uh, like, little bit of emotional character beat for Strange, where he's going to Christine Palmer's wedding, because yeah. oh. she didn't get snapped. And so he was gone for five, five years, years, and in those five years, she... She found happiness, right? And she 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 moved on and she made the jump, right? And um, so you get to see him have to kind of swallow his pride and be present at the love of his life's wedding that he's not the groom at, right? And who's at the wedding with him? Oh, it's that other doctor. Yeah, it's Dr. Nicodemus West from my comic yeah. book. And I was like, oh, shit, is he, is he about to be, like, playing a role in this? And no, uh-uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they did ha- give a little bit of something to him, which that guy's agent... I don't have the actor's name here. That guy's agent needs a raise because he's like the fifth build actor on the on the list, and he literally has a conversation with Strange in it. Yeah. So like he got and his name. He got, a, he got a deal. Yeah, he got a deal. I did but like no, that the, conversation that he said. Yeah. You know that he's like because it really is like you know you're not sure where everyone stands with Doctor Strange. You know because right. they kind of saved everybody, kind of not. Right. Um, Strange is so the one he, that made the sacrifice play. Right, you know, and you know he leans over and he's like, "Is that what you had to do?" Like, because yeah, you know, there's, there's a little bit of that comedic relief because he's like, "You know, I lost both my cats," and Doctor Strange is like, "That's it," and then then he's like, "And my and brother." My brother. But, and you're like, "Ooh, yeah," because basically yeah, while he was while he was snapped and gone, you know, his brother passed away and he wasn't there for it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, there is that sad moment, and then it is just like Doctor Strange, like that's the that was the only way. Yeah. That, you know, we would have made it. And that's when he's like, you know, of course, you know, of course it was. You're the, the best surgeon and the best superhero. Yeah. And you're like, ooh. <laughs> and then he does get to have that, that conversation with Christine where he kind of, he didn't really apologize. It was a non-apology, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was like the closest he could bring himself to basically apologizing for being a fuckhead. Yeah. And um, 
she has that really good line where she says, you know, because she goes, it was never going to work with us. And he's like, why? And she says, you always want, had to be the one holding the knife. And I respected you for it, but I could never love you for it. Yep. And he's like, fuck. Like, <laughs> that's when he asked her, how long you been having that? How long you had that one in the barrel? Yeah. How long you been brewing that one up? And she's like, a long time. Like, I've had that one. And uh, and I like the little detail that her husband is, like, a Doctor Strange fan. <laughs> yeah. She's like, like, this is embarrassing, but he needs to meet you because he's a big fan. And that's when chaos starts happening out on the street. And we get to see Doctor Strange actually doing some superheroing. Yeah. Or yeah. like, he's like, help. Duty calls, you know, and he slams back his third martini and puts it down on the tray and throws his cloak on and dives over the, you know, the railing, right? Mm-hmm. He goes into action. And uh, which I yeah, want to talk about really quick about that first fight scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in there. So in that first fight scene, he, you know, at first everything's floating by itself. Yeah, um, he can't and then see what's Sh- there. Right. And then, doc- you know, he Steven does some voodoo magic and he kind of moves away whatever spell it is that's making him invisible and he yeah. can see it, which happens in my comic book. Monster. Well, that's what's in my comic book is how oh, okay. he he could see them, but nobody else could see them. So it kind of shows like he knows something's there. So he yeah. moves it, so, you know, the spell so he can see it. Um, but that was that played very heavily in, in my comic book of how nobody can see them. Yeah. But and then, yeah, that, that first scene, that's where we get introduced into uh, yeah, America. Yeah, really get to meet America. And you get, like I said, you get to see him doing some superheroing where like she's falling and he uses, he throws his cloak out to catch her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so like now he's fighting without his cloak because he gets and he ends up getting batted away, getting knocked unconscious. Wong rolls up to help save the day. Right. You know, and we can see mm-hmm. Wong doing some some shiz. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, America is about to get, you know, screwed up. And uh, the the cloak's like, I got you, you know, I got Picks you, her baby. Up, takes her up, trying to get her up to the roof of a building. And then the fucking tentacle monster throws a motorcycle at her yeah and it hits the cloak pins the cloak yeah and she just lands on like the balcony basically like the edge of a building <laughs> and strange and wong are trying to come together there they've got those uh that's when i was saying like they you know they work well together they they do they really do <clears throat> they like slap some chains on the thing you know like magical chains right they summon chains or whatever and are trying to hold it back because it's trying to climb the building and <laughs> it's not working they just both get drug up the side of the building with it yeah and uh, that's like you pointed out. Some of the gruesomeness starts now when uh, yeah. Strange like, summons these two fists that can go down and yank a lamppost up out of the ground, and he basically uses it as like a giant spear to stab it right in its eye, and it's pretty gross. It pops it out of its socket, and I mean, no, like you know, no blood was squirting out, but I mean, I mean you just yeah, see it wasn't, the there was some blood, like right, yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't too explicit. <laughs> it wasn't like Doom, like. Just right, blood right. guts everywhere. But no, like yeah, it popped the eye out, and we saw uh, the back of its eye, and just the monster with an empty eye socket tumbling. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, for a Marvel movie like to kick off, I remember I like kind of jumped back, and I was like, yeah, oh like, my oh. god, like Jesus, yeah. I wasn't expecting that like whatsoever. Yeah, that's uh, uh, you know, America gets to kind of tell Strange and Wong about the fact that she's from another universe and. In her universe, here's what happened to me, right? And he's she's describing his dream to him, and that's when it comes to real, you know, to be realized that the dreams are the windows to other universes. And they're like, you know, we need a little proof. And she takes him to the fucking roof of a building and just whips back a blanket. And there's Defender Strange, which is what they credit uh, that Strange as, uh, just 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 a corpse. Yeah, and it's like rough. Yeah, and, yeah, and Strange well, just straight up buries the body. Like right, yeah, well. in the ground, like in the, the ceiling where they're standing. Yeah. Yeah. In the roof of the building. He's or, like, oh, yeah. Well, on the roof. Let's just put that away. 
And <laughs> Wong's like, Jesus, really? That's got to violate some ordinance. And he's like, well, I've buried worse, you know? Which makes like, me, I want, I like, I want to, like, what is he what buried? Is he buried? I want to see. Yeah. Uh, but no, something, pretty- I was going to say, something I really liked is with America, you know, when she was, because she quickly, she's like, do you guys know what the multiverse is? And Doctor Strange was like, I kind of a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, she was like, oh, okay, thank God. Like, I don't have to explain this. And then just yeah. dips right into it. So, you know, it definitely, for as new as the multiverse is, I could have definitely seen them trying to keep explaining it over and over again. But I yeah. feel like we're at a comfortable spot where we didn't need to hear it again. Yeah, like, yeah. Because, you know, at the, yeah, it's this point, we know what it is. Help us, you know, show us. And next, you know, uh, yeah, show us, don't tell us exactly. Yeah. And so it quickly hopped to that, which I liked. Yes. So just to try and get it moving along here, the, the demon that they fought, the monster that they fought had runes all over its arms. And that's when strange and Wong both go, we're not dealing with sorcery. We're dealing with witchcraft mm-hmm. and strangely. Like, well, I know a witch, you know, and, uh, he goes to visit Wanda and we get a really heartbreaking scene. Uh, oh, we're like, you know, he's like, I think I might know. And they, we, they play the WandaVision theme, you know, the and, uh, you know, WandaVision. And it's uh, just Wanda and her boys, the twins, uh, you know, fucking around in the kitchen or whatever. And she's like making brownies, maybe or pudding or something. And they're like stealing swipes of it with their finger, you know, and she's mm-hmm. giving them a hard time. And then she goes and she's tucking them into bed and they're all, you know, having a sweet moment about how she's always going to be their mother and love them. And then just a real hard cut to Wanda waking up from her dream. And uh, you're like, oh, man, <laughs> rough, you know, Oof. like that. Yeah. You know, reality snapping back really quick mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that she doesn't have them. But obviously, then the implication being that there's a universe where she does right. If she's dreaming it, yeah, she's dreaming about it. And, you know, Strange comes to visit her in the apple orchard and you've seen it in the trailers and he's talking to her about what do you know about the multiverse or whatever and she says that you know vision had his theories right and he's like yeah well it is real and uh, i need your help and i did like that she's like you know he's like i need an avenger and she's like well there's plenty of other avengers he's like yeah well <laughs> an archer with a mohawk or uh, an array of insect themed superheroes <laughs> yeah uh, you know doesn't really hold a candle to one of the most powerful magic users i've ever met you know yeah. And you're like, yeah, makes sense. And so that does kind of help solve the problem that a lot of these solo movies or, you know, smaller movies have of where you're like, why didn't he just get the Avengers to help? Right. Like, is because it's not an, it's more than Avengers level threat, right? It's, mm-hmm. this is witchcraft. dimensional. Yeah. Which is strange as Hawkeye's back, you know? Right. Yeah. Like Hawkeye ain't going to fix it. Captain America is old. Well, and so now you've got the Falcon being captain america but again he's not even a superman you know he's not a super uh human oh yeah oh yeah he's not juiced um, up he's just a guy with wings and a shield yeah but i i part of me wants to see a little more of that too i want to see that oh action. yeah we will like yeah, you figure I'm it's been confirmed that we're going to get a captain america 4 and it's going to be sam wilson yes uh, yes so i'm i'm excited for that but there's it's not even like in production yet i don't think damn but yeah so pretty quickly uh it comes all coming undone there where it's a good little slip up in the in the conversation where he's talking about the girl that's at Comertage for safety because something's trying to get her and she says well why don't you just bring America here and I can keep her safe here or whatever and figure out who's after her and uh, he kind of stops in his tracks and she keeps walking and that's when she turns and looks at him she goes you didn't tell me your name did you he goes no I didn't and you're like oh fuck it's it's her and she kind of drops the facade and you see that her apple orchard and her manor that she's looking at are all just corrupted and burnt and red. And she's yep. got the dark hold uh, that we saw at the end of WandaVision. 
Mm-hmm. And Strange is straight up like, that's the fucking Darkhold. And it corrupts everything and everyone that it touches. And yeah. that's when he's like, you know, makes me wonder what it's done to you. And that's when you're she's like, yeah, he's like, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just goes on and says, it, it tells me the answers of yeah. how to get what I get want. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so in her, her whole plan is she's going to get America and take her powers and use them to travel the multiverse to get to her kids, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously Strange is like, yeah, can't let that happen. Like, yeah. sorry, babe. And she uh, basically tells him, like, how about you go back to Kamertage and be prepared to hand her over peacefully by, what is she, like, by sundown? Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know why I would do that. And she basically says, like, I'm basically, I'm going to give you this, this nice way, and if that doesn't go peacefully, Wanda won't be coming for her. The Scarlet Witch will be. Which was hot. Fuck. Yeah, oh my god. hot. And so, like I said, that's like 20 minutes into the movie, and now you're like, oh shit, so Wanda just straight up is the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought she was gonna be, like, alongside them, and then something would happen that made her take a, you know? Yeah. But no, she's just straight up, she is the antagonist of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And so... They go to Camertage, and Strange is like, yeah, like, she's coming. This isn't good. And that's when America's like, so wait a minute. The person that is going to help me actually is the one that's after me, and you told her where I am. And he's like, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, well, let's turn Camertage into a fortress. And so all the students and all the, the sorcerers and everybody are arming up, and it was pretty hot. It was very, like, Lord of the Rings or anything like that, you know, where mm-hmm. they're all getting their arrows and lining the walls. And Wanda just shows up and starts fucking it up. Yeah. Like, uh, like she starts to see her use her, uh, her like mind. mind powers. Yeah. And which it was very scary in this yeah. sense, because like when she did use it, it got really quiet. And yeah. then like, she and we hear it kind of throughout the movie. Like, it's kind of like the, like a very faint scream. Yeah. And yeah. And then, you know, it whispers and then you hear that scream as it kind of pans in on the, the student whose mind she's trying to corrupt. She, yeah, and then she tells him to run. Yeah, and then it gets silent, and yeah, and she goes run, and then it and like, he starts breaks. freaking out. Yeah, and then you know she there's holes in the shield that she's basically got her finger guns to, and is pop, 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 pop. yeah, and it starts. Yeah, so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> I started blasting. So she makes really quick work of Kamertage. Like they stand no chance. Yeah, and, and which like, she's I crushing buildings I love. with like one swipe of her hand. Yeah, which I truly love because, yeah. you know, with her being the Scarlet Witch, I mean, I, I'm fairly certain, I'm not sure if in the comics, but at least in the MCU, Scarlet Witch, hands down, is the most powerful person. Yeah, um, like in the MCU right now, uh, Kevin Feige even straight up said that, that he, she is the strongest like yeah. hero that we've seen I, right now. Yeah, and so, I mean, nobody can fucking handle all that, and yeah, she no. was blowing shit up real quick, and, you know, they <laughs> Doctor Strange was basically like, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, like Wong is trying to bark orders at all the students and stuff, and Strange is like, Wong, get the fuck out of there! Like, <laughs> you know, Strange is like, fall back, fall back! You know? <laughs> and they all, like, fall back into into the temple, and uh, she's there's a guy, like, trying to crawl to safety, and she just fucking burns him to a crisp with just a swipe yeah. of her hand. Yeah, and which was the next scene that we saw that was really gruesome when she flew into Camertage. Um, yeah. cause she was flying in front of it during all the whole thing. Then she yeah. flies down and starts walking. You just see a line of burnt bodies. Yeah. Where they're just all fried and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. It, which again, I was like, damn, that's like, that's hardcore, man. Yeah. And uh, strange traps are in like some weird illusion mirror room, right? To keep it almost like a mirror walk. dimension. Yeah. And, uh, she fucking uses her reality bending to just use the mirrors as a window to other rooms. 
reflections mm-hmm. and is like watching them through puddles in the room they're in and so they're trying to cover all the puddles right and she just makes their fucking sling rings disappear so that they can't get out yeah and, which i uh, mean is such a very real thing like a yeah why you know because yeah. i could definitely if that didn't happen i could see myself thinking why mm-hmm. didn't they do that why didn't they just use a sling ring well because she can make reality anything she wants mm-hmm. they aren't going to get out of there so yeah they're they're panicking trying to cover all the puddles and there's a fucking gong in the room that she comes yeah. crawling out of, like the fucking like, the, the ring. ring. Yeah. yeah, which I'm sure was an like an homage to that. Sure. And because it's like the mirrors that she was trapped in were kind of sharp and jagged, so she comes crawling through the gong, and she's all twisted and cut up and tore up, and she just starts like twisting herself back into place and healing herself with magic, mm-hmm. and it's just really horrifying. She's like you hear it, her cracking and cracking, she's snapping back into place. Yeah, it was really scary. Yeah, I was like, man, there's probably... Like, this was a pretty hard PG-13 where I'm like... uh, One of the ladies I work with asked me, and I was like, I don't know if I'd take Hurt Your Little One. Like, because there's quite a bit of scary to it. And some Mm -hmm. gruesome stuff. Yeah. Yes. For for being a PG-13 Marvel movie, right? If you told me that that movie was rated R, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's it's a hard PG-13 or a soft R. Which I love. I need more of that. Uh, (laughs) They were a couple of swear words away from an R. Yeah. But, so all of that to say that, basically, she's got the upper hand. They're all done for. And uh, in true fashion, America Chavez, who can't control her powers, but they always seem to kick in when she's in danger. Mm -hmm. She opens a portal, and Strange sees the opportunity, and he tackles her through it. And that's when we get the most exposure to the multiverse honestly mm-hmm. as far as like which, the, just the volume of multiverse uh, of universes which we both talked about you know as they're yeah. kind of leaping through each multiverse that you said you, you were the one who told me this um you get that most that's the most you get of you know seeing all the different multiverses yeah because you only land i think in what two other two, two other yeah, ones outside of and ours they and were pretty the like yeah and they were pretty close to like what yeah they're similar to so yeah it's kind of like damn i wanted something that was a little offbeat something where you're like what the fuck where are they you see them like one of the ones they go through they're literally paint yeah yeah and it's like obviously obviously they couldn't use that one but that's interesting just to see like how diverse the it makes me think of everything ever all at once where they've got fucking hot fingers (laughs) yeah i mean because that is i mean somewhere out there there's ought to be one where we're made of paint yeah, if there's whatever an infinite it is number of universes you know anything there is definitely a universe where anything happens right yeah, right um but so yeah, they, but they i was they pretty bummed some, i think they go through 2099 yeah i think you're right i think there's you know earth 2099 in there which is the universe where obviously a diego spider-man is. 2099 comes from so um his name straight up is not diego i edited that out last week because i didn't want you getting bashed on isn't it Spider-Man. diego no uh-uh. mm. uh, go ahead and look it up oh it's miguel yeah it's miguel, miguel o'hara yeah so i don't know why i yeah. thought it was diego i know why why <laughs> it just makes me think of fucking diego from go diego Dora. Yeah. yeah but no uh yeah so we do we see uh, the 2099 universe i'm pretty sure or at least something that's supposed to be that right mm-hmm. and then they end up landing in earth 838 uh which yes. is pretty similar to ours but it looks like everything has gone right for them for the most part mm-hmm. so it's very utopian looking um, yeah and you know pretty quickly he and in america are like all right well let's find us my let's mind let's find the me in this universe right uh because that's how we find out that america chavez has no variants yeah because she's the only one that's there and she she makes the comment she's like i don't dream yeah she, she says i've looked he's you know she's like there are none 
He goes, how do you know? And she's like, I've looked and I don't yep. dream. And so Strange is like, boof. Well, let's go find me then. So yep. they go to the uh, they go to the Sanctum Santorum and there's a big statue to Strange. And the, the plaque on it says that Doctor Strange gave himself, gave his life in the fight against Thanos and basically saved the world. And so you're like, oh man, is does that mean that there was a, you know, a path that he could have taken other than giving up the uh, stone? Right, but that, he yeah, didn't want worked. to die, you know? But, like, it, it kind of quickly evades the, that that yeah. wasn't the case. Right, so the whole question is like, well, then I wonder who's running the Sanctum, and it's fucking Baron Mordo, and he's like, boo! You know, <laughs> that, that guy fucking hates me. And then I, he's yeah. just like, my brother! You know, and he gives him a big hug, and he's like, all right, we're... And there is kind of like that, uh, again, the uh, the director of Evil Dead. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, where there's that close-up and zoom-in of their eyes, and the camera's shaking. And they're like... Yeah, and they're like, you know, squinting angrily at each other, yeah. wearing, you know. And <laughs> so yeah, that got me giggling. Yeah, that they're like, wah, wah. <laughs> like they're about to have <laughs> a fucking standoff. Yeah, it's very, it's very good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, <laughs> a Mexican standoff. Feeling lucky, but uh, yeah, that's dirty, Harry. Well, it's, it's the same sake. concept. Yeah, it's the same actor. Anyways, so they go in, they're talking mad smack with uh, Baron Mordo, and Mordo's like, damn, that's mad crazy that you can travel the multiverse. By the way, I fucking spiked your tea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. And, and fucking Strange is tripping balls, and he's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he just fucking goes down. <laughs> he's, just, he's done. Mm -hmm. And it does a little bit of hopping back and forth. I feel bad because... Wanda is super good in this movie, but while she's stuck in Earth 616 trying to figure out how to get to them, that stuff felt like an interruption to me. Yeah, but I agree, but I also think that it, it flips big time because mm -hmm. it hit a point where I was like, all right, that's cool. I want to fucking see what's throwing down with Wanda. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically her and uh, her and Wong are just Jay chilling. She's got Wong all strung up and she's doing something called dream walking, which Mordo explains before he spikes their tea that uh, basically the worst thing that she can do using the dark hold is called dream walking, which is where she can basically possess one of her variants bodies and have complete control within that universe. Right. And it, as they're doing that, we get a pretty like a very evil dead, like drag me to hell, uh, horror scene of Wanda in Earth 838, just Jay chilling with her twins and fit, like cleaning up dinner or whatever. And there's something in the room like stalking her. And you're like, oh man, what is this? You know? And it's obviously our Wanda trying to take her body. Mm -hmm. And as she starts taking her over, you see like the lights are flickering and she's hallucinating and seeing like the water in the cup looks like waves in an ocean slapping against the, yeah. the shore. And fucking we both were like because she looks up at her reflection in the the window and the and reflection the is witch. our wanda yeah the scarlet witch and then she kind of like starts tweaking out and then she's got her right mm -hmm. and she fucking looks directly into the camera into the camera yeah, breaks that fourth wall and makes eye contact with the viewer and you're like Bleh. yeah that was fucking terrifying which should i say what i think it is yes so in what if the watcher is narrating to us right which to me means that technically we exist in the mcu if the watcher is able to talk to us um and so my thought was maybe wanda can also see us like maybe she's at a at a level multiversal awareness that she can see us or like all uh what, what do they call him uh infinity uh, ultron from yeah. what if how he you know when everything's quiet and peaceful he can see the watcher because he's become aware of the multiverse right mm -hmm. so maybe maybe she could see between the multi making mad eye contact watcher because i really was expecting to see the watcher in this and we don't we don't yeah um, or yeah. at least get a Never reference heard. to him nothing because if this kind of shit's going down with the multiverse you'd think the 
be like, you know, the fuck is going on over there, you know? Right, literally. But we don't. But yeah, so that was mad, mad creepy, where we were both like, Boo! Willies that she's looking at us, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like I said, it jumps back and forth. So we get to see the Illuminati. Yeah, which we Strange. saw in the trailer, which... Yeah, we, we first, heard I'm that not they were going to be I was in a the little... trailer. I was a little bummed about because that's what I was really looking forward to as like the big plot point, which kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier with uh, how it's at points it felt like it was dragging or and like, you know, it, 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 yeah, it was going somewhere that ended up going nowhere. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, the Illuminati was one of them because, yeah, because go ahead. I was going to say, you know, we, we see them get introduced and it's like, and I'll just dive right into the scene because it picks up where it leaves off. So, we, you know, you see all of uh, the Illuminati and it starts off with Captain Carter, I think. From, uh, yeah, from I, What If. Yeah, see, I've yeah. got them listed out here with the person playing them if you want me to read it. Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, yeah. So, so Haley Atwell is playing Captain Carter, which is, you know, Peggy Carter. Uh, mm-hmm. But what if she got the super serum instead of um, Steve? And then we've got Black Bolt, who is Anson Mount, which is the actor that played Black Black Bolt in that horrendous Inhumans show that I talked about a few episodes ago, which I'm like, oh, no, does that mean that that's canon? You know, (laughs) or maybe somewhere in the multiverse it is right is the idea. Mm -hmm. And then Captain Marvel. But in this case, it's Maria Rambeau Mm -hmm. as opposed to uh, Carol Danvers. And then the big reveal is that we get Reed Richards played by John Krasinski, which is like the big oh, fan oh, casting. Oh, right? When yeah. that and happened, you're a big Office when fan. that, oh, I, I fucking love The Office. When that happened, I, I shit my pants a little bit, looked yeah, at like you, and I jumped. The chair looking at me. I jumped like <laughs> five feet. I had to try to keep my composure because we were in the theater, but I was like, oh, oh, Colin, Colin, it's Jim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah very good. Yeah, good, good job. Bud. No, but I, I do like John Krasinski as an actor alone, especially in yeah. um, A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Yeah, I always get that one in, uh, don't don't breathe for whatever reason. Yeah, but a quiet place, and he, you know, he directed and and starred in that, which I I love, yeah. and I just want to see more of him. Yeah, oh, I bet you do. You want to see all of them, don't you? I <laughs> well, <laughs> Bofa. To put it um, to put it diplomatically, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then obviously the other big one for me was Professor X, Patrick Stewart yes. playing Professor X again. And Man, he's I, getting old. <laughs> yeah, I mean he is. He balls. is legitimately getting old. But uh, I. Told you on the drive home. I think that is supposed to be the Professor X from the animated series because yeah. he's in his yellow hover chair. And as which, he comes out, Googled, there was a little, yeah, I googled. Uh-huh. And I, I saw the the yellow the yellow chair. The hover I was like, chair. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and as he's coming out, the theme music like plays lightly of the you know. I was like, because I used to watch the fuck out of that show. And then obviously the last member that we get to see is the Sorcerer Supreme, who is Baron Mordo at this time. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. That, that, that's the Illuminati we're saying. Yeah. And, you know, we meet all of them and basically they go on to tell him the, okay, you know, we understand because he's like basically on trial because, you know, they're yeah. like, we don't know how dangerous you are. And uh, they're going yeah, on by telling him. They're trying to avoid an incursion. Correct. Yeah. Which is when the multiverses collide and either one or both of them are destroyed. Yeah. When basically when they overlap for too long, the risk of them destroying each other or, you know, one of them goes up. Yeah. And, you know, they go on to basically say how, you know, our biggest threat is uh your isn't the Scarlet Witch. It's yeah. It's you. And it's then Doctor Strange because they're strange caused an incursion. And then basically that's all. That's all they really talk about. Uh, and yeah. then Scarlet Witch pops up, and I mean just fucks. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. 
all of them hard yeah like, like and they weren't shy so, with it no like so black we get to see black bolt's powers early uh when they're talking about strange because like they straight up like take out thanos it seems like no trouble yeah because they have so there's the dark hold and then the book of vishanti is like the antithesis of it where instead of it being corrupting it's it can give the sorcerer whatever he needs to defeat his enemy right and right. so strange 838 was using the dark hold to travel the multiverse and dreamwalk hoping he could find the answer and that's how he finds the book of vishanti but it's corrupted him and he caused it and all that and so they use the book of vishanti to stop thanos uh, and then he's like he's the one that formed the illuminati so that they could make all these hard decisions and he's like yeah like the right thing to do would probably be to execute me because the dark hole's got me fucked up and yep. black bolt just straight up mumble like whispers the words i'm sorry i'm sorry and his voice just radiates hardcore energy like in the comics his scream is equated to like an atomic bomb mm -hmm. and so he does he just like i'm sorry and vaporizes uh they're strange and so then that leads up to like you were saying that she 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 fucks the illuminati up yeah and it starts off uh let's see it was black bolt mr yeah, fantastic and captain marvel i guess it was and, all of them captain marvel and, and captain uh, carter and Ca or Cap yeah, Captain Carter and Captain Marvel. Yeah. And, you know, John Krasinski uh, basically goes on to say, he's like, come on, you know, like, let's not, let's not do this. Not do this. And he tries like, to empathize he, with her. Yeah, he's he like, listen, like, yeah, he's like, I, I'm a dad, like, I, I understand. I, oh, I have what kids, she, and then, what she she's got a cold-ass fucking line. Yeah, she says, do, <laughs> is do their they mother have, alive? Yeah, is their mother alive? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, good, they'll have someone, someone to raise her. Raise them. <laughs> like whoa. then just turns him into spaghetti just rips well, him on. apart he's like wanda baby like black bolt here could destroy you oh, with yeah. a whisper from his mouth and she goes what mouth what mouth and it pans down and he has no mouth and he starts freaking out and everybody's looking at him like what and he panics and like goes hmm and his fucking like his head doesn't pop but you hear like a and you see just his eyes go red with blood and blood starts coming out of his nose and you see this his head fucking sink in and he just collapses yeah. dead and you're like what the fuck yeah like, when i saw it the first time my wife and i both went oh like jesus yeah. and that's when strange is like all right well that's fucked up or not strange uh Mr. Doc, uh, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic is like, you know, he reaches out to like do some stretchy shit and she just stops his hand in midair and just starts turning his ass to spaghetti and he's yeah. screaming in agony and then his head pops. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. And then like, I, I really in did a matter of seconds. Yeah. And I really did enjoy the fight scene with Captain Carter and Captain Marvel. Um, yeah. Because Captain Carter was laying in some good punches. Yeah, she was and, standing yeah. her ground. Yeah, and you know, with the jetpack, she'd kind of catch herself, and then, uh, yeah, Wanda got a hold of the shield with her powers and just yeah. launched it back at her and sliced her in half, and then yeah. oh, and we get to hear her say the line, don't we? Yeah, yeah, I could do this all day. Do this all day, and you're like, whoa, she said it. She <laughs> she said that shit, and then she gets fucking cut in half with the shield. You're like, yeah, and then <laughs> Captain Marvel just gets fucking crushed by a fucking statue yeah hard like wow. hard which yeah, i was kind of like eh, i don't know because like in what if we get to see that fucking uh infinity vision or infinity ultra had to literally drive captain marvel into the core of a planet and explode it to kill her hey man i'm i ain't gonna argue with it we got to see no, I mean, it was still cool it was, yeah, it was cool but i'm like i don't know that she could like there's probably a better way for her to kill that captain marvel like maybe mm -hmm. use her powers to like push her own powers back into her and blow her up or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would work too. As opposed to like, yeah, I'm just going to crush this being that could tank a punch from Thanos until he has the power stand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, she does. She fucks them up. And uh, I, I saw an interview today where uh, Elizabeth Olsen was a little upset that they stood their ground as long as they did, which makes sense because like Captain Carter is just a superhuman, right? Yeah. Like Captain Marvel makes a bit more sense because she is, you know, a pretty high tier power. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like Captain Carter really stands her ground. And the way they explained it to Elizabeth to justify why it's a five minute fight as opposed to a five second fight is that it's not actually her body, right? She's having to basically think of it like she's doing it through Bluetooth, right? Like remote access. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that body isn't as skilled. Like that body's just a mother who's given up magic, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's kind of using a, an inexperienced body to do it. And she still it. takes the Illuminati on in five minutes. Yeah. And then, and then fucking Professor Strange. Xavier. Yeah. Professor X is basically is like, he's like, all right, Mr. Dr. Strange, if you're to fucking, if you were to escape somehow, you would definitely want to get the girl Shanti. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Strange is like, word. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go buy you some time. And he dips. And then Mordo is not feeling it. And uh, we can see Strange and Mordo have like a fisticuff fight. Because Strange has handcuffs on that, like, stop his magic uh, from being used. And yeah, straight up, Mordo and him fight, and he traps Mordo. And uh, he goes running to find them. And fucking Wanda's getting up on America. She's going to get her. And Professor X steps in to save the day. And gets in her mind. They get in each other's mind. mind. Yeah. And it's it was really neat to see him go into her mind. And that it's just this big white landscape. And you get to see the, the rubble from her apartment block. Um like you know like we got to see in wandavision and she's watching wandavision on the tele and you're like oh no <laughs> that's kind of yeah. kind of sad. sad and he's trying to save her he's trying to pull her out from under the rubble and hope that if he can free her from her own mind then it'll push out the scarlet witch mm -hmm. and the fucking scarlet witch rolls in like a red fog and literally rips his face in half like i originally thought she snapped his neck but i was watching the clip on tiktok she grabs his bottom of his face and the top of his face and twists jesus and you're like <laughs> and they kind of hide it by having the fog roll around them, the red fog, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, there's no blood because it's the red fog, right? But, yeah. And then fucking Professor X just slumps over dead in his hover chair, and you're like, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we got to pick up the pace a little bit. I think we're running along. It's just there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so from there, basically, Strange ends up getting Sorcerer Supreme, and then they run and find uh, Christine. Yep. Christine and basically, Palmer and America. And they're basically is like, all right, you gotta, you gotta fucking take me to this book like now. Yeah. And so after a little bit of convincing, they start running and Wanda starts chasing them just like a fucking zombie. Yeah. Like she can't she's walk. Covered right in blood. She's cut, yeah. Covered in blood, glass, bunch of shit. And so she, but she's just keeping full steam ahead, ripping yeah. apart. Like his little try to close doors, you know, doing like blocked away. Iron head doors. Yeah. And she's just ripping them to shreds. I mean, just following them and then from there they oh what happened they, they go to grab the book of ashanti and she catches up to them and destroys the book of ashanti yeah yeah oh yeah because we forgot to mention wanda and wong in their little adventures the book uh what is it called the Darkhold gets destroyed mm -hmm. and wong is like look there's pr there's a temple that is, has all the stuff on the walls and she's like, take me there and, does. and you find out that 
it's like written in stone that she's meant to be the Scarlet Witch that rules everything because mm. there's like a gigantic stone mural to her and these giant like stone golems that are like my queen, you know, and like bow to her. Yeah. Yep. And and that's where she's you know doing all of the magic bippity boppity. And uh, she takes America back there. She like possesses America and uses her powers to send Palmer and Strange tumbling through the multiverse to a dead universe that's been the victim of an incursion. Mm-hmm. And then she takes America back to Earth six one six to steal her powers and use them, right? And who do we meet in the incursion world? Uh, we meet the evil Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think he was credited as Sinister. Sinister Strange. And, uh, or as he calls him, my other, other, other me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, they have... You didn't like it, but I, I was impressed with it. I thought it was, <laughs> like, pretty visually interesting magic, which you yeah, said you I'm wanted more saying, of. I'm not saying it wasn't. All I'm saying is... They have a music fight. They have a music fight, and it's very, like... You know, kind of like that Beethoven. Yeah, where one of them's using, you know, more light. You know, our strange is using like a bum, beat bum, high sounding. And other, you know, Sinister Strange is using like the deep bassy sounds because he's bad. Right. Right. And it wasn't that I didn't like it because I, I, I said I thought it was interesting how they pulled the ink off the paper and they were able to kind of twist it and cheap. use it. Yeah. And, um, I just didn't like how the music you was playing because it, it, it felt a little silly and I was really looking forward to seeing that fight and I expected it to be a little more serious just with how the rest of the movie went. Um, yeah. It just felt a, a little too silly. Yeah, well, you're wrong. No, I'm joking. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Sue me. So yeah, he, he the Sinister Strange has the Darkhold, which is in Strange's, our Strange is like, all right, well, I need that because I'm going to use it to dreamwalk, try and see if I can't get to our, our world, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they fight, he beats him, and you find out that that Sinister Strange has been traveling the multiverse by dreamwalking, trying to find a universe where they're happy yeah. with Christine, and he can't find one, uh, which kind of made me think of the what if episode. The what if, yeah, he gets stuck it's, in that universe. Yeah, because they're just there is not a way that he and Christine end up together. Yep, which is really and, sad. Uh, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty depressing. Like the love and, of his uh, life, he'll, in no universe ever, in an infinite amount of universes, do they end are up they together? ever happy. And uh, yeah, so he, he fights him and he takes him down and uh, gets the dark hold. And <laughs> Christine's like, you son of a fucking bitch. Like you're using the dark. <laughs> and I thought I could trust you. And he's like, listen, I know what you're looking at. She's like, you strangers are all the same. And he's like, yeah, I guess we are. But this is the only chance we have to save that girl. He does some mad, mad shit. Because she's like, mm-hmm. dude, you can't be dreamwalking. And he's like, well, not just dreamwalking. I need you to stay here and defend me in case they uh, they get mad at me for trespassing. And she's like, who's they? He's like, the souls of the damned. And you're yeah. like, what? And oh, he shit. straight oh, up shit. pulls all the candles around like a seance, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Lights them all and takes possession of Defender Strange's corpse back in Earth 616. And it is so evil dead. Yes. Yes, it is. In a really great way. Like the camera angles, how it'd be like sideways. Yeah. And there's like the lightning strike. And it's very like, you know, the dead rising from the ground. And he sits straight up out of the grave. Well, no, first is his fucking hand bursting through it's the ground. Hand. Yeah. And uh, you're like, whoa, this is hardcore. Like, that's how we get zombie strange yep. is a uh, is possession of a corpse. Right. And so he uses the sling ring and takes himself to uh, to the, the mountaintop right where they're at. Mm-hmm. And all the fucking souls of the damn start attacking him. And it was kind of neat yeah. that you see him like in uh, the the incursion world, like shivering, his temperatures dropping, and he's fight right. Mm-hmm. And they all start coming out of him, and fucking uh, that's another like Sam Raimi horror movie moment where the the demons are flying or the spirits are flying around uh, attacking her, and she grabs a I forget what what the magic 
tool that she uses is. Oh, yeah, but basically a it's a cannon. cannon. Yeah. And she, she fucking says, go back to hell, and lights it <laughs> and blows him away. Which I loved. I loved that. Yeah. Like, it was super tongue-in-cheek. It was way on the nose in the best. Yep. The, yeah. The Sam Raimi horror scene, right? And uh, she tells Strange, like, you know, you're the fucking master of the mystic arts, and these are just souls. Use them. Like, why are you letting them take you? And it's right. like it clicks in his head that he's like, fuck, you're right. And so he fucking wraps them all up and makes a cloak up, and it's just hardcore. Just a zombie Strange with just all these arms of anger. Souls. Just wrapped around him, and you're like, yeah, this is hardcore. He is. It's like... <laughs> he's he's leveled up and so yeah, he goes flying into battle yeah he goes flying into battle and he he's fighting wanda and you get to see like you know she fires her her magic at him right and the souls are just like literally sucking it up like their their lifeblood you know yeah and you're like oh no like she she has nothing on and uh so he he traps her up and wong's helping him and he I, one of my complaints was you know the whole movie's about america not being able to powers and somebody that can control them needs to take them from her right mm-hmm. and wong kind of has that moment where like he's like dude much longer just gonna have to take her powers and obviously it's a parallel to the beginning of the movie where defense range is gonna do it and he looks like and this mm-hmm. time she's like i get it like you know it's the only play because i can't do it and for some reason him going but you can control your powers and then she's just all of a sudden like fuck i guess you're right i can you know what i mean yeah it was a little cheesy. It was a little bit like, oh, shit, you're right. I forgot I could control my powers. Um, but I get the the reasoning. He's like, you know, you've been able to control powers because every time that you've used them, it's taken us to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So somewhere inside of her, she does have a little bit of control over it. And so right. he tells her, like, you know, you're going to kick that witch's ass. And which, again, was like another cheesy one liner. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in, a, in a good way. But yeah. So America jumps up and just starts punching the fuck out of her and making the star portals. Right. And it's going to knock her off this cliff into, like, the fiery abyss. And uh, then she, she punches that portal that takes yeah. her back to the house with the other Wanda and their yeah. kids. And, you know, she's looking at them like, oh, my boys. Because she's like, all right, you win. Like, I can't, I can't yeah. beat you. So I'll take you to what you want. Yeah, I'll give you what you want. And then it just sees how, like, those boys fear that version yeah. of Wanda. Because she starts beating the shit out of the mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throwing she's her like, away. These are my boys. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you know, just like, please don't hurt us. And then yeah, she, and she kind she of understands out. the, oh, shit. Because they were, like, throwing toys and shit at her, you know. Yeah, trying to and- do anything they could to get rid of her. And she's like, you know, boys, please stop, please stop, you know, whatever, you know. And she loses her cool, and it's like, you know, stop it! And that's when they're like, oh, shit, and they hide from her, and that's when she realizes, like, maybe I'm a monster. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a really sweet moment there where that version of Wanda gets up, and the kids are like, Mom, please, and she's like, no, it's all right. Because our, you know, the Scarlet Witch, our Wanda, is just crying because she's realized, like, that she, even if she was technically able to do it, why would they want her? Because she's a monster, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, our, you know, their Wanda walks over and kind of touches her face to comfort her and tells her, just know that they'll be loved. Mm -hmm. And it's like she needed to hear that, you know, and she's like, okay, okay." you know, if she was truly a mother, right, that would be enough, right, to know that they're taken care of and they're loved. loved. And um, so she kind of just accepts it. And uh, what do you call her? America closes the Wanda decides that she's a fucked up person. And she's got a lot of regrets, and she's going to collapse the, the temple yeah, so that nobody late, else can use but... Yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, so she does. She collapses the temple down on herself and Defender's corpse. And uh, you see, like, a red flash, so I think she's not gone. Yeah, she probably well, used some magic to... The, the vague implication is that she's maybe dead, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so Strange has this nice conversation with that version of Palmer. 
back in the incursion where he's like, you know, he's honest with her. Like, you know, it's not that I didn't care about you, but I just, I'm always afraid of, of that commitment. And I'm sorry, you know, and he tells her, I love you. And I, I love you in every universe, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, that's the through line is that every universe they've been to is that he loves Palmer and it's not reciprocated, right? Mm-hmm. And he kind of has a moment of acceptance uh, where, you know what, I'm I'm not going to be with you. Probably my fault, but I just have to accept that and move on, right? Right. And so you do he see him fix like, the, the broken watch, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of move on. And uh, you're like, yep, it's all wrapping up. And as he's walking away or down the street, <laughs> he starts mad freaking out and collapses to his knees. And his fucking third eye opens on his forehead. And then the movie mm-hmm. just kind of cuts. And you're like, Ooh. But then in that first cutscene, yeah, we see Dormammu's, you said daughter? Yeah, Clea is the the daughter of uh, Dormammu, and she's the sorceress supreme of the Dark Dimension. And she just fucking Mm -hmm. cuts a hole in reality and is like, Stephen Strange, you motherfucker, you caused an incursion, and you're going to fucking help me fix it. And he's like, whoa, okay, relax, you know. She's like, are you you afraid? You know, what's the matter? Are you afraid? And he opens his third eye, and he's like, Basically, like, nah, I've got nothing here, you know? Yeah, no, I'm so clean. I'm so fucking solid. And so the portal that she cuts open looks like it's to the dark dimension. And so she, mm-hmm. they step through it, and you're like, all right, word. That's wherever that's headed, right? That's the next move. Right, but right. Right now, straight going to the dark dimension to fix an incursion that she caused, which makes you yeah. wonder which universe had the incursion. Obviously, it would have to be maybe the, the Earth 838. 818 or 838, yeah. Which that's what I would assume to believe, yeah. That's what I would yeah. believe. And so maybe if they go back and they fix it, we get some of, the, some of those people that were on the Illuminati to come over to 616. Mm-hmm. But... My final thoughts uh, overall, I said, felt very much like it's the middle of a bigger story. It didn't really move Strange himself forward a whole lot. Like his main character arc over this, what should be a pretty big movie, was just like, yeah, I guess I'll never be with Palmer, right? Right. And But it was very connected, I felt, to the films that come before it. Yes, yeah, for sure. Like, none of this happens if he doesn't give up the time stone, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if he didn't give up the time stone, Vision wouldn't have gone through what he did. And, but um, it I did leave me feeling a little bit unsatisfied, but it also contains some of my favorite Marvel scenes from recent memory. So I think that's why I end on, like, a somewhere between overwhelmed and simply what I'll, I'll give it a nudge into. Overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, overall, it was, you know, it was I'd say it's gas. You know, it's it's good <laughs> stuff. Um, but no, I, I definitely uh, reciprocate on feeling a little like, okay, well, what now? Yeah. Like, how can they? How? Yeah, how are we moving forward from this? Like, are we picking up with Strange in the Dark Dimension? But I feel like, what is that going to lead to? Um, yeah. and how does that connect everything else? Yeah, we kind of talked on the way home yesterday that right now I don't think the MCU has a very clear to the to the the viewer right doesn't mm-hmm. seem to have a clear forward trajectory obviously right. they have a plan but they haven't clued us in on it yet and i feel like they need to start cluing us in soon because a lot of things are going to start coming out and if they don't tell us where it's headed it's going to feel like are these connected you know what i mean what's right. the what's the forward momentum here they, they need to give us a little bit more i got a, i got a i got a hard feeling that thor love and thunders for whatever reason is going to be a big connection to things yeah yeah, maybe because it'll kind of give us the... I was going to say, I think it's because of uh, Gore the, Bod- the God Butcher. For whatever reason, I, I got a feeling he's he's about to play- make a huge impact on the MCU. Maybe, maybe, baby. Yeah, but 
What are you going to do? You know, I'm going to ask you what you're thinking about. That's what I'm going to do. What are you thinking about? Well, I believe... I don't think I'm ever going to get a, a soundtrack to this thing, but uh, welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. This week, actually, I kind of, I've been obsessing over the fact of um, finding cryptids that could be real. Okay. Like that, like, you know, you know aren't like a, a Sasquatch, Sasquatch, or like yeah. a Bigfoot, you know, something that, that has a little more evidence backing it up. Not that they're not real, because, I mean, they definitely could be, but... Right. Uh, the one I got for us is called Mahamba. Mahamba is a cryptid rumored to lurk in the uh, Democratic Re- Republic of the Congos. Okay. Uh, it is in a lake called Lake, uh, forgive me, Likula. Okay. And it's around a swamp region. Okay. And this cryptid here, the description is, it is pictured to be an enormous crocodile reaching the lengths up to 50 feet. Some have Damn. speculated that it is a freshwater relic of a huge sea-dwelling lizard that they were presumed to be extinct uh, just before the Jurassic period. Okay. Uh, the again, the Babangi Aboriginals have proclaimed mm-hmm. this animal this animal to be unlike any other they have ever seen, uh, and only have only compared it to other creatures such as um, Nik- Nikolai Nikoli, okay. which is the Bobangi Bob- Babangi, excuse me, word for crocodile. Right. Um, for the sake of the comparison. It has also been reported to attack and devour rafts and canoes. Fuck. So I mean, something like this, I definitely could feel, you know could picture like, oh yeah, like there's, I could see that easy, hands down. Yeah, I mean, figure just it, look a at humongous Nile, croc, like saltwater crocodiles are get huge, very big. They, like, yeah, they get humongous. Largest saltwater crocodile. How big is this boy? Yeah, hmm. how big is he? Fuck. So. Well, there's a big gap here, but still, that's that's fucking big. The largest uh, saltwater crocodile on record was a large male in the Philippines named that they named Lolong. Oh, so it's the largest one ever caught in place in captivity. He was 20 foot 3 inch long and weighed 2,370 pounds. Jesus. So then imagine how much a fucking 50 foot weighs. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're more than doubling that. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at a fucking 6,000 pound animal um but i mean yeah so if a saltwater croc can get to 20 foot i mean maybe something that could get to, yeah, or I mean, it could not be an overestimation i don't know man i i kind of believe this one like i can I'm really sit back and be I'm like it's wrong i'm just no, saying i'm not i'm not you are either i'm the, just saying busted out the tape measure and went it's a solid 50 footer yeah so like yeah maybe it a, could be a, a big ass fucking croc that yeah, you know, those I things said, are nobody's sticking around to measure those so things are prehistoric yeah. Those things yeah, I mean, they look they like dinosaurs. Yeah, they just got smaller. Like that was their that was their adaptation to the world changing. I guess I got to get smaller because all the big food died. Yeah, I mean, and that's just something that like I feel like we kind of glaze over like of like modern animals, and yeah, then you just see crocodiles. Yeah, like dude, they look prehistoric. Like because they they are like that's what they yeah. come from. But shit's bananas. But uh, so yeah, I plan on putting more stuff like this. Um, but if you guys have any suggestions, definitely let me know because I'm open to them. But uh, Colin, what were you thinking about? Honestly, like you'll know because I've probably beat it to death. I've been thinking a lot about Bo Burnham's inside uh, the last week. God, yes, you, yeah, you have. Like you won't fucking <laughs> shut up about it. <laughs> like honestly, like it's not like I just discovered it, but for some reason it's come. Back. Well, not for some reason. Um, one of the other things I've been thinking about this week is a podcast I found on Spotify called Dissect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it is is it's a long. No, huh? It's just I I think it's a podcast worth checking out. Honestly, it's a, it's been interesting. Um, they uh, they break down like over a long period of you know several episodes 
an album by an artist mm-hmm. and kind of an, uh, analyze it and they dive into like, sorry, I'm fighting a fucking burp that won't come up here. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. I'm so good. Uh, but no, they, they break down and analyze interviews that they've done in the past to kind of inform what they think this song might be about or what they're trying to convey and things like that. And the most recent uh, series that they've started is about Inside, which I love Bo Burnham in general. And I was super excited for Inside. And when it did come out, I was like, holy shit, this changed my life. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm watching just... art. Like, oh, my God. And uh, so, yeah, I've been I've been listening to that. I think there's two episodes out. There might be three by the time this goes out. Um, mm-hmm. But it's been really interesting. And they the next one I want to listen to when they finish Inside is they did one on um, Damn from Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Which Kendrick Lamar is a pretty uh, lyrically dense uh, rapper. So I think there's a lot to kind of unpack with those songs. Mm-hmm. And he, he's definitely an artist who typically has something to say. So I think that'd be interesting to listen to. And then just the other thing I wrote down here is that we've modded Minecraft. Yes, dude. And it's been nothing but amazing. Yeah. Like, if we wrap this up quick enough, we could probably get a couple hours in. Mm, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You can be a big dog. You'll be fine. Just like my sleep. Yeah. You don't worry. You get less than eight hours, <laughs> you're not going to shut down. All right. All right. So... Uh, you got anything else you've been thinking about? Really, that's kind of been it. Uh, just mainly with uh, looking more about cryptids. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, just what you know, I have, it's hard to really think about something when I'm, I stayed off social media for you right. know, uh, a, a good chunk of change. So literally, I just go to work, try to think mm-hmm. about work, and then go home, <laughs> and then right. not try to get on any form of social media. Um, right. So I, I have feeling feeling like a husk of a human being lately because I'm just like. I don't know what's going on anywhere. Well, we do have something from the mailbag if you want to want to dig into it. Oh, yes. Yeah, so subject line. Hi, guys. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Seems like zombies have fallen out of fashion lately. They were done to death. Ha ha. And now there isn't much out there about them. What's your next favorite monster that's up and coming? Jay and Wes Jeff. And uh, yeah, I'd like to point out they didn't have anything negative to say about you here. Yes. Like there was I no slight it. against you. Nothing. It only took 10, 10 weeks. The time is now. The future yeah, is now, like, old man. Like, yeah, like people are coming around on you, maybe. Or they just got yeah. tired of beating on you. Stop being fun. <laughs> like, you know, it was like, man, this is getting kind of old. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just not fun anymore. They just I just don't exist to him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck you. You're so devoid of entertainment for them that it's not even entertaining to bash on you. <laughs> like Man. Jesus, I hope. No, I don't think. I don't think that's the case. I think they're. I think they like you. They really like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, uh, I think. I think aliens are like body snatchers. Um, like the idea of of the other, right? Right. Because I've always thought that a, a lot of your, like, the horror stuff that gets popular um, is typically a reflection of, like, what's going on in the world at the time. Yeah. Or, like, when zombies got real big, it was during, like, communism versus capitalism. And so maybe it's uh, an idea of the mindless flocking to either ideal, right? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, as things have gotten, you know, more and more you know, different things going on. In the past, we've had, like, slasher movies where... You're just afraid of, like, your neighbor. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> and I don't feel safe of from strangers, right? Um, and then, you know, you've got the supernatural. It's the thing that you can't see that's scary, which might be a comparison to, like, disease. Oh, yeah. The unknown. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I think right now body snatchers and aliens, things like that, is a good indication of, like, you know, 
maybe from a political standpoint or like a socioeconomical thing of like, I, I don't trust the other right now. You know, people that look like me, but aren't like me, right? right? Share a different opinion or whatever. Um, so I think something like Nope, where, you know, might might be about an alien visitor. We don't really know, but that's what it looks like, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, is something I'm excited for. But then also sticking with Jordan Peele, um, Us was about doppelgangers, you know, mm-hmm. that they look just like us, but they're not us. Right. Right. But I do. I think that that's that interests me right now. I think for me, what really interests me is uh, I'd probably have to say like bodies, like people snatcher. Yeah. Um, you know, or just I was like, no way. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, no, but just because that's it's very realistic. Yeah. Um, as well as I have a crippling fear of death. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, anything where it doesn't even necessarily have to be scary. But if death plays a big toll in it. That gives me the heebie-jeebies because it's just like, or if they ever like, yeah, yeah, you know, the expression of life is just a light switch. You're alive one second, next you're not. Just the the thought of that scares the piss out of me. Um, So you know, something along the lines of that, where there's it's a little more real. I don't get too scared of of zombies. Uh, I've seen good scary zombie movies. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, I'd say maybe aliens would be a little more scary as well, just because, you know, the universe is always expanding. I'm a big believer in aliens. Um, so just the thought of, yeah, if they can, if they are able to get to earth, they're so, so much more advanced than us. Yeah. That it's, they could do whatever they want and there's not a thing we could do. Um, so that, that's the thought of that is scary. Um, but yeah, I'm not like there's a ghost in my closet, but I don't know. Like if I think about it, shit gets a little spooky. You let it get to you. It's the Baba Yaga. <laughs> but no, I, I like that question. It makes you think about because you know we don't we're not like big horror heads, you know. So it is something to mm-hmm. think about. Like, oh, you know what? What what kind of scary do I like, or what kind of monster do I like? That is an interesting question. Maybe we need to like look at a little bit more uh, horror movies that that are coming out. Yeah, and we can definitely do like a deeper dive of like uh, some scary games like Labyrinthine. Yeah, I'm just yeah. getting behind that horror. Yeah, that's our our probably our biggest pathway into horror is video games mm-hmm. yeah because we you know whenever even if it's like a single player game you and i will play it together um yeah. and we'll kind of like, like we'll come to a discussion about uh decisions we make yeah like you're sitting over my shoulder and scaring the piss out of me <laughs> but no I, I i like that question yeah it does it makes me think about you know pick up on that yeah so i think it's time to wrap it up do you agree yeah it's been a long ass episode there's a lot to talk about uh, yeah there really with, was with- so yeah, like I've got the timer running. We're at, we're coming up on the two hour mark. So hopefully after I edit it down, it gets us like an hour forty five. Yeah. Uh, so let's say you know uh, uh, you know we want to thank you guys. Uh, we always do for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, give it a great review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how, but it does. Uh, and you know, tell your friends about it. The more that people listen, you know, more input we can get, and the better it becomes. Hopefully, right? Make sure you smash that like button. Smash that Hit like that button. bell notification. Spread the word. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Get the follower count up. Make us relevant. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Simply Well Nation. <laughs> Simply Nation. Simp Nation. What's up? That'll be our followers. They'll just be simps. Yes. I like it. Uh, so if people wanted to reach out to us, uh, how would they do that? Of course, we have our Gmail, which is the Simply Well Mailbag at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Simply Well Podcast. Uh, and then our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply and then Facebook simply won't podcast. And like I said earlier, I think the next thing you hear from us will just be uh, just a raw, pretty much uncut 
discussion on Moon Knight later this week, like an episode ten point five, or call it a, a simply, you know, simply whelmed mini or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably, like I said, end of the week, end of the weekend, probably Friday or Saturday, uh, just depending on when we get to record it and edit it. Hell, I should just talk about cryptids for forty five minutes straight. We ain't got to do all that. Give the people what they want. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Listen to the voice. So that's it. That's all we got. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you. Later this weekend, and then the next solid episode will be next Wednesday. Yeah, so you're getting some extra loving from us. That's right. Yeah, you get a little more of us. So that's the end of the show, Chris. Tell them bye. This is Private Chris telling you to keep your socks dry. What a fucking mess. I'm just... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> just leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're still recording.